Hello friends, this is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable and it is time for Let's Talk About Jesus right here on our website. You are welcomed back as you always are. If you're a new listener, we welcome you especially today. And if you don't know Jesus and you're kind of interested in hearing this message today, uh, we believe God is, uh, well, we just believe in divine appointments. We don't believe in happenstance and luck and, and fate. We believe in God-ordered divine appointments. And I believe that you have an appointment with the Lord today, and He wants you to hear His Word. He wants you to understand the value uh, of the gift that He has given us in His Son and through His Son. Amen. And we'd, we'd just love to have you hang out with us for about 30 minutes here today and get into the Word of God and allow the Word of God to get inside of us. Praise God. Amen. There's a reason for the devotion uh, that true Christians show to Christ. There's a reason that our values do not match the values of this world. There is a reason why we see life uh, through a different lens than the world sees life. Hallelujah. There's a reason for the hope that we have in Jesus Christ that no one in the world but those who have put their trust in Christ has. There's a reason for the peace, that deep, settled peace within uh, that Christians can obtain. And when they do, they have something that the world cannot give them with all of its riches, all of its promises of security, all of its fame and fortune. There's nothing that can compare with the peace of God within uh, and the hope of eternal life when this life is over. Can't buy that if you're a multi-billionaire anywhere on the marketplace of the world. Oh, but you can have it as a free gift from Jesus today. And, and that creates a joy, uh, uh, an extreme happiness. Praise God. Called joy in the Lord and the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, we want to get into this message today. It's following up on our previous teaching on running the race with the crown in view. We're going to be talking about a Christ worth living for and a crown worth dying for. If you have your Bibles, please turn with me to James chapter 1 and verse 12 as we talk to you today about the crown of life. Listen to this carefully. James 1:12. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried, not if, I want to emphasize that, every Christian is going to face temptation. And it, it's going to come in many different ways. I want to define temptation once again. Uh, we see temptation initially, I believe we perceive it, uh, as, as simply this pull of, of, of our, our, our weak flesh to sin and to do wrong, and especially before we are saved and we, we have that heart disposition towards sin, we're predisposed to, to sin and not to seek God to do right. Oh, but when we're saved, he takes out the heart of stone, he puts in the heart of flesh, and he writes his laws upon our heart. 
You know, the Bible said the Gentiles were doing by nature that that was contained in the law. They didn't need the law to tell them not to do it when the law of love was compelling them to to do do the things that love represents and it'll kill all the <laughs> all the don'ts. If you if you love God with all your heart soul, mind, and spirit, and strength, and you love your neighbor as yourself. You don't need God to tell you not to kill him. Uh, I don't mean your next-door neighbor. I mean that enemy that you hate. You don't hate anymore. There is a love that counters hate, and it's the love of Christ within our life. Amen. There is a love that forgives and forgets, and it's the love of Jesus within our heart within our lives, shed abroad. It's supernatural. It's shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Spirit himself. Praise God. And that kind of love is like nothing the world has ever seen or ever known until Jesus came to demonstrate it to us. And Christians followed him, following him and his example, begin to manifest it and live it out. Blessed is the man that endures temptation is not just the pull of the world to cause us to sin and the weakness of our flesh. It is also the persecutions and the pressures uh, that come, the forces that come against us. It's all under this heading of temptation. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. For when he is tried, you see the trial part of this, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to them that love him. Praise God. He will receive the crown of life. Now, we're not talking about just just uh, uh, life on the level that we know it here. We're talking about everlasting life eternal life, the, the life that never ends, the life that cancels and defeats death itself, eternal life that is the promise of God to those who endure the pressures, the tribulations, the temptations that are going to come against us in this, this faulty body in this fallen world with this formidable foe uh, called the devil. But God is faithful. Remember what the scripture said? No temptation has taken you, but such is as common to man. But God is faithful. In order for us to be faithful in this area, we need to recognize God's faithfulness to grant us the grace, grant us the strength, grant us the kind of love to forgive and forget, grant us everything we need to overcome. We need to understand initially he's not calling us to be faithful until we begin to understand, appreciate, and appropriate God's faithfulness. Listen to this again. Amen. No temptation is taking you, but such is common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted above that that you are able to bear. Remember once again, not just the temptation to sin against God, but the temptation to give in to the pressures and become deeply discouraged, get out of the race, give up, want to quit, all of those pressures, persecutions that are brought to bear. 
And they get heavy sometimes. All, all of Satan's resources are directed against those that represent this kingdom of light and life. Hallelujah. The kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Praise God. Eternal life is is countering the the eternal death that is promised at the end of this life for everyone that doesn't know Christ as their savior we're running our race for a Christ worth living for and a crown worth dying for amen jesus put it this way when looking at the temporal temporal life here as opposed to eternity and he said what would a man give what what conceivable thing would a man give in exchange for his eternal soul for his soul it is astonishing even to god that people would choose uh, sin over righteousness and self over christ instead of receiving the gift of eternal life and then the help we need to live a life here in this faulty world in our fallen body with this formidable foe you see god is faithful but we have a faithful father and it's that faithful father no temptation has taken you but such as common to man but god is faithful we become faithful to god because of his faithfulness to us who will not allow you to be tempted above that that you are able to bear you see the pressure and the burden that that living in a faulty body in a fallen world can can create and many people feel that very, very vividly today that are under the pressures and the heartache and the hurt and the pain of a fallen world, a world under the curse that sin brought. Oh, but God is faithful. Hang on. We used to sing a song. It was a, a hang on just a little while longer. Hang on just a little while longer. If we just keep on keeping on, we're going to find that God's grace is sufficient and the strength I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. There is victory uh, for every child of God today. And if you don't know Jesus as your Savior and you're saying, I'm not going to be a hypocrite, I, I appreciate that. You're saying, I know I can't live the Christian life, and that's where you're wrong. You, you don't know that you can't live the Christian life unless you receive Christ as your Lord and Savior. And when you do, He will give you what you need. He'll change you from the inside out, not from the outside in. Many people think they have to change themselves from the outside in. Jesus says, let me in and I'll change you from the inside out. Praise God. What a lie of the devil. He's telling you a partial truth because you cannot and I cannot, and Billy Graham could not, and, and, and none of the great saints of God, Paul, said, in my flesh, there's no good thing. In and of myself, I cannot meet the standard that God has set. Uh, amen. But I thank God through Jesus Christ, I can do all things, endure all things. Amen. Listen carefully. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. For when he is tried, 
he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord that promised to them that love him. This is eternal life, dear friend. Don't ever forget what awaits us when this life is over. The crown of life signifies an eternal existence in an, in an eternal place with eternal persons forever. No more death, no more sickness, no more heartaches, forever and forever. Hell, literally, has no claim on us. The grave has no claim on us because we have been sealed with the Holy Spirit unto the day of redemption. Praise God. That's why the Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15, moving down to verses 55, 56, 57, 58, death is swallowed up in victory. Praise God. Death is swallowed up in victory. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be, thanks be unto God, therefore, which giveth us the victory. Therefore, my brethren, therefore, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Oh, this is a Christ worth living for. And you, could, you can live for him today, but first you have to come to him just as you are, with all of your weaknesses, your propensities to sin, your hang-ups. Come to Christ, repent of your sin, receive Him as your Savior. And you won't have to change yourself from the inside out because Christ will begin to change you from the, from, I mean, from the outside in. Christ will begin to change you from the inside out. That's that's. I, I just got to say that again. Someone in this listening audience is saying, I would become a Christian, but I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I know I can't live the life. You're wrong about that. You can live the life. If God sees in you that willingness, it will open the door to your heart. If he sees you repentant of your sin and wanting the change that he can and will bring, he will come in and he will begin a work in you and it will start in your heart. It will flow out into your life. Praise God. Amen. You will never, ever be sinlessly perfect, but you will be perfectly committed to follow Jesus. And if you find yourself short of what you know is His will for your life, if you find yourself faltering anywhere along the way, the Bible said if we say we have no sin that would represent sinless perfection, then we lie and do not the truth. But if we confess our sin, He is faithful and just to forgive our sin. Hallelujah. And deliver us from unrighteousness. Deliver us from iniquity. Praise God. There's victory in Jesus today. The Christian life has not been found too hard and left untried. It is just found not tried at all. It's found not tried in the sense of receiving Jesus as your Savior first, just like you are. And then, through the grace and the strength that He gives you, then you begin to live 
the Christian life. You say, well, I can't give up drinking. I can't give up this habit. I can't give up drugs. I can't give up sexual addiction. I can't give up. I can't. I can't. I can't. You know what happens when you receive Jesus? You can say with Paul of old, through the grace of God, through the person of Christ and the power of God that comes to abide within you through the precious, mighty Holy Spirit, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Praise the Lord. And you can too. And I can too. Praise God. There's victory. Thank death is swallowed up. This eternal life that he gives us is the same quality of and quantity, eternal life that raised Jesus from the dead. Scripture actually declares in Romans 8, If the Spirit of Him that raised up Christ from the dead dwell in you. Oh, friend, when you become a Christian, the same Spirit that raised up Christ has now come to indwell you. So don't tell me that through that kind of person and that kind of power abiding in you that you can't. Because you will realize, I can. I can't in myself, but I can through Jesus Christ. You know, the Apostle Paul said, I'm dead, but yet I live, and yet it's no more I that live, it's Christ that lives in me. <laughs> Hallelujah. You can't live the Christian life. I can't in and of myself. But Christ living in me, actually, he's living that life through me, and he'll live that life through you. Praise God. Amen. I, I just, I don't know. There's someone in this listening audience because when this this message takes a turn just from Christians who are safe in the fold that wanting to live more victoriously to someone who doesn't know him, and that is listen to this point in this broadcast, God is moving this message toward you today. We're all going to be blessed by by this message. But if you're the one that is not safe in the fold today, not sealed by the Holy Spirit for eternity. I want you to know that God is calling you today. He's leaving the ninety and nine. That's what the scripture said he would do. He's the good shepherd. He doesn't leave in terms of forsaking. He leaves us safe within the confines of his of his grace and his keeping power to go and search for the one that is lost. If you're the one today, Jesus is seeking you today. He's searching for you today through this broadcast. And the Bible said he will search until he finds it. He won't search and give up because it's because that lost person is still running from God. He will keep on searching. Now, he won't save you unless you let him, but he will not give up on you. Hallelujah. He loves you today. Praise God. So if this is you, <laughs> I want you to know that I believe you know what I'm talking about because the, 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 the power and presence of the Holy Spirit is moving toward you and in your heart right now. This is a Christ worth living for, and this is a crown 
worth dying for. And Jesus declared that this crown is worth dying for if necessary in Revelations 2 and verse 10 to the church of Thyatira. He says, Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. They were under persecution. Remember, it's all under the heading of temptation. It takes many forms, not just the pull to do wrong, but the pressure of persecution. And it comes in many ways. Sometimes through our own household, there are many Christians who have been ostracized from, from their, their siblings and their mom and dad. Many countries, they count them as dead if they receive Christ as Savior and they have nothing to do with them and treat them as if they had died. And yet, this is a crown, a Christ worth living for and a crown worth dying for. Amen. Fear none of those things which shall, thou shalt suffer. Remember, all those that live godly shall suffer persecution. Amen. Every one of us are going to find that we, we're going to have, have situations and circumstances that call pressure and pain in our life. But God is faithful. God is faithful who will not allow us to be tempted above that that we are able and literally enable by His grace and strength to bear. Hallelujah. Because I'm not able to bear hardly anything. I know how weak I am. Oh, but the grace of God is sufficient and the presence and power of the Holy Spirit to help us. One called alongside specifically to help you and to help me. The Comforter has come and is abiding with us today. Amen. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that you may be tried. Remember, blessed is the man that endures temptation, for when he is tried or tested. And ye shall have tribulation ten days. This is the pressure of it all. Tribulation, Thelpsis, that word again, uh, it's, it's the pressure and the anguish. Be thou faithful unto death. If it's required, even ready to lay down our life if necessary, and I will give thee a crown of life. Oh, once again, I want to reiterate, this is a Christ worth living for for a crown worth dying for. Hallelujah. Eternal life had to be in view. I remember recently seeing on the news just just a short uh, several months back, it may have been over a year, uh, when the Coptic Christians were lined up, 20 of them, uh, and coming uh, to look for work from their country. And yet the terrorists had captured them. And when they captured them, it was said when they went into the barracks where they were sleeping, looking for work, uh, just poor family men looking for work. They had no political agenda. They had no military agenda. They, they had no spiritual agenda except they were Christian. <laughs> they were not trying to change everyone. They're just following their faith. And they ask, where are the people of the cross? 
where are the people of the cross and these men acknowledged Christ as their Savior. They stood up. We're the Christians among here. And they put behind them a, 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 man, a, a man in black with a large knife behind each one of the twenty. And they had them on their knees. And I remember that picture. And I thought of Revelation 2 and verse 10. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give you a crown of life. As they knelt with their hands behind their back and waiting to be executed, their throat to be cut, they had to have this crown in view. It was, there's no other way uh, to, to do that, uh, but they had the grace of God upon them. Uh, they were willing, if it came to it and it came to it, to lay down their life, their temporal life here, because of the promise of eternal life there with Christ and with God in heaven forever and forever. You see, love for the Lord produces patient endurance. And someone said, none attest their love more than they who suffer for Him. And I believe today in my own personal life, in all of our life, particularly in America, uh, we need a new commitment to fidelity to Christ, a new resolve to run with perseverance the race. We should run full out for the crown of life, and we should run full out for the Christ who died for you and for me. I've often said when I see these true stories of those willing to lay down their life and having to pay the ultimate price here for, for their faith, if they're willing to die for Him, we should be willing to live for Him because He is a Christ worth living for. And this is a crown worth dying for. Make no mistake about it. Amen. Down through the ages, men and women have been called on to pay the ultimate sacrifice for their faith. Here in America, we have actually lived almost in a bubble concerning our faith. They, they may call you Holy Roller, Holy Joe. Uh, they may call you prude or prudish. And, and, and right now, there is an intense uh, seeming hatred against those who, who hold to biblical truth and biblical morality and biblical faith, uh, and particularly those who name the name of Jesus. We are called today. Let every man that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. <laughs> Hallelujah. For what fellowship had light with darkness or Christ with Belial or the devil? Amen. Hallelujah. Be not unequally yoked together. This is not self-righteousness. This is not looking at others condescendingly and, and standing up here in some tower of, of, of judgment on the whole world. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But God has offered us a way to be saved today. He's offered us His only begotten Son. And Jesus has paid the price that we might have everlasting life. 
eternal life. That's what's waiting for us. And that's why 20 Christians stood up when they asked them, where are the followers of the cross? Oh, friend of mine, (laughs) Christianity has always been represented by a cross. First, the cross upon which Jesus died. And secondly, the cross upon which we die to self in order to follow Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus said, if any man would be my disciple, let him deny himself. That's when we crucify the flesh and the lust thereof and take up his cross. That means whatever trials, pressures, persecutions, temptations may come and follow me. Oh, friend, today, today is the day of salvation. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and your personal Savior, I don't just believe that He's talking to you now. I know that He's talking to your heart, that the Holy Spirit is drawing you because this is a Christ worth living for. And this is a crown worth dying for. And today, if you're a Christian, I pray that you will stand for Jesus. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up for Jesus, you soldiers of the cross. Hallelujah. We're the people of the cross. We're the followers of the cross. And we're not ashamed to admit that, declare that. Hallelujah. Because one day, this life will come abruptly to a stop. This physical, temporal life. And this temporal body will crumple to the ground. But we will fly away. Our spirit will go to the God who redeemed us, who saved us, who sealed us. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, I want to continue this teaching. I feel like God is reaching people wherever this broadcast is going. We love you. We want to see you in heaven. And we can't wait till next week to talk about Jesus.